Hey guys, Nick Drosos, Dr. Andrew Steinberg, and welcome to another episode of Have the COVID Balls to Talk About It. The COVID Balls to Talk About It. So guys and girls, we are back. Uh, COVID hit. We, uh, we took a little break from filming. We got a lot of questions, a lot of comments. 2021 is back and we're back strong, so we're going to be posting every Wednesday a brand new episode of Have the Boss to Talk About It. Great subjects, great guests. Yes. Super fascinating guests. And today we're going to talk about a topic we've covered, but we have some different twists to it. Different twists to it. And again, it's probably one of the, I think one of the hottest or most common questions we get is erectile dysfunction for yeah. men. And the reason why 50% of 50 year olds have erectile dysfunction some degree of it we've, we've mentioned this before yeah. uh, so let's talk about sex baby 2021 let's spice it up all right so um we uh, as nick mentioned we've talked about uh different aspects of erectile dysfunction and other sexual dysfunctions and um, i wanted to just sort of focus on one area something called restorative therapy restorative therapy because uh, much of erectile dysfunction has to do with, I mean, there's the psychological aspect of it and all that stuff we talked about, but much of it has to do with blood flow or poor tissue in the penis, which is either not allowing the blood in, the blood is leaking out too quickly, poor uh, a nerve, nerve damage to the, uh, to the penile sponge tissue. And um, much of what we do to treat that and I would say the vast majority of people at least go through Viagra or Cialis, Levitra. Uh, that doesn't fix the tissue. So very simple uh, anatomy lesson. The blood vessels in the penis and in the heart and in the body, they open up, they dilate with something called nitric oxide. Okay. Yeah, we, we, I've heard of that before. What is, what is nitric oxide? It's, it's, a, it's a molecule that works on the blood vessels to relax them. So for example, in the heart, uh, it opens up the blood vessels to allow more blood through. Now, if you've ever seen someone with angina, okay. chest pain from, from a heart disease, they take this thing, a spray or a little tablet under their pill called nitro. Nitro, nitric oxide, right? So they take that, it opens up the blood vessels to temporarily allow blood vessels, uh, uh, blood to go to the heart. So with uh, erectile dysfunction, the natural, or with erections, the natural mechanism, the end point of the nerves that go to the penis is the release of nitric oxide. Okay. Opens up the blood vessels, more blood flows in, penis swells. Okay. So what does Viagra do? It works on that mechanism. Nitric oxide gets broken down quickly, so it goes away. So Viagra or Cialis, they actually block the breakdown of the nitric right. oxide. So the nitric oxide hangs around more and you get more buildup of nitric oxide and, and uh, more dilatation of the blood vessels, more blood flow, better erections. But when the Viagra wears out or Cialis wears out of your system, um, the, you know, it goes back to the normal thing. The nitric oxide breaks down and, and you know, goes back to a normal flaccid state. But so when you take it, it does work. It works great because, again, it works with the natural system. You have to be excited. You have to get the, those nerves to cause the release of nitric oxide and swelling of the penis. But it doesn't change that these blood vessels are damaged. That's why you're having mm. uh, the erectile dysfunction. How can someone know the difference? Um, well, there are signs, you know, diff different uh, ways of, of, of measuring it. We can, 
do a, a penile Doppler, a penile ultrasound, where we can actually measure the blood flow into the penis, okay. and we compare that to what the normal should be. Okay. Um, but there are treatments out there, and I want to stay off the bat, that, although we're doing some of them and we'll get into them, they are considered experimental, okay. but they actually are believed to fix and improve that tissue. Okay. So they are, are helping to restore the natural blood flow. For some people who take um, Viagra or Cialis or other means, uh, this may allow them to not need these medications or, or, or uh, AIDS anymore. And for people who are so bad in their blood vessels uh, that Viagra or Cialis don't work properly, well, it may improve it enough that they start to work effectively. So there are, there are a couple, and, and the, the commonest one uh, that I think seems to be the, the runaway winner for now uh, is shockwave therapy, okay? And uh, when I mention shockwave therapy, we're not, you know, giving shock, you an electric yeah. shock to your penis, and, and uh, it's not, you know, CPR where we're waking up your penis. Um, what it is, it's a, a probe, a gun uh, uh, that we put on, the, on your penis. Okay and it administers acoustic shock wave, sound waves. Does it hurt? It feels like, it does not hurt. It feels almost like a vibration. Okay. You, can, you can even hear the, the sound waves uh, to the penis. Um, feels like a vibration. I've tested it myself. Uh, not painful at all. Okay. Um, now, the, the theory of how this works are multiple theories, uh, but you know, it's, it's believed to, on one end, cause a, a little mini trauma to the tissue. Okay. Uh, and that brings in the healing process, which then heals some of the tissue. Uh, it may release some growth factors or angiogenesis factors, factors in the body that lead to growth of blood vessels. Okay. Uh, VEGF, you know, there's, there's a bunch of them. And also uh, even possibly awaken or summon the stem cells. And the stem cells are the cells in our body which can differentiate or, or turn into other cells and, 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 and lead to healing. Uh, you know, in, in any kind of injury, the, that's what happens on the cellular level. Um, so shockwave has been around for many uh, different medical treatments. There's more high intensity shockwave which we use to crush kidney stones. Okay. Um, and for the lower intensity, which promotes these healing, it's been used in, in wound healing for diabetics oh, wow. and, and joints and, and, and certain different areas. Um, there are different types of shockwaves, and it's, it's quite confusing. And there's even some technologies or radial waves, which aren't exactly sound shockwaves, which promote themselves based on the fact that they do the same as shockwaves, but they're not, and they've never been proven. So unfortunately, these things aren't really regulated to that point. You can make uh, claims that aren't necessarily uh, true. So I have a, like, how do you, you take the penis and you just... Yeah, so uh, we have a technician and you come in and they, they put this probe on uh, into different areas of the penis. Okay. Uh, you know, usually about too, five different like, positions. You have to be hard, flaccid, like does it... Uh, you, you, usually it's done in the flaccid. There is, there are some experts in the States which believe it should be done in the erect phase. Okay. Uh, but the vast majority of us do it with the flaccid. Okay. Flaccid. And um, 
do it uh, in different areas. About 1,500 shocks. Uh, you know, 1,500 shocks meaning like tick, 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 1,500 times. How long does that take? 20 minutes, 20 minutes 25 okay. minutes. And uh, we do it over a series of 6, 12, 18 sessions. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, it doesn't hurt. So there's no pain involved. No pain. No pain involved. And it takes time because obviously you're building up new blood vessels or blood flow. Wow. So it's not something that works right away. Although, interesting enough, some people do uh, feel like they have improvement within a couple of weeks. I don't know if there is something happening that early or, or there's a psychological, psychological aspect of it. Um, so it is considered still uh, to be by most of the sexual medicine societies or urological societies to be experimental. Uh, there are lots of studies out there. I think um, the, the latest good news for this technology is the European Urology Association, which just classified it as one of the standard therapies right. for uh, vascular or blood flow issues. Right. So I think that's a, a sign. Um, and there are many studies which show a significant improvement. There are many studies which show an improvement, but not necessarily significant. Um, so, and we don't know what the best technology is. Mm. We don't know how many shocks to deliver, how fast, what time period, is six better than 12 and so on. So I think from that point of view, it, it is experimental. Um, and all, all I can say is we've been using it for three, four years and we've had some, some, some patients who have had some great improvements for it. Uh, but do you, do you check them before if it's psychological or physical or you only... Yeah, but you know, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell in some cases. You know, it's not the first thing I would push on an 18 year old who got drunk yeah. and couldn't get an erection the yeah, next day. But in your typical 45-year-old uh, diabetic, high blood pressure maybe, who makes sense that they have yeah. vascular problems, uh, I think without further testing, it is worthwhile to give it a shot. Um, it the, seems the, to be very safe. Uh, the incidence of side effects or complications is, you know, I, I don't, can't remember seeing any of them. Uh, but, you know, like any medical t procedure, I think we, get, we have to be mm. careful. And um, it's not a cheap technology. In fact, it costs three thousand dollars for no for twelve sessions, wow. uh, and 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 then about according to most studies that I've seen, where there has been a beneficial, significant effect, uh, about thirty percent of people don't respond at all. So okay. you see these patients who spend money and are desperate to, to get uh, get back and uh, get a better erection and, and feel like they've wasted three thousand dollars. So it's quite discouraging yeah. for yeah. that. Population. But there is that 70 that does get the results. There is that 70, well, and that's still a high I think number. in my experience, you know, I, I don't <clears throat> want to generalize, and in, in very many studies. And the studies are starting to become longer, and now there's been some where they control it with a sham. So, what is a sham? It's a procedure where the patient thinks he's getting treatment, but he's not. No way. So, one part of the patient group will mm. get the actual shockwave and the other one they'll put a little plate in front of it so they'll feel the vibrations of the machine but they'll no. hear the machine go click 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 but they're not actually getting those sound waves so that's where you can compare and, and you can just see that you know in one group the erectile score goes up a small amount and the other one it goes up a significant amount so there have been wow. several studies they're really starting to come out there's some great ones underway uh, across the world right now uh, so we're going to have a lot more data, and then once it becomes more acceptable, and I, I, my gut feeling is it will become mainstream, uh, 
at least in the medical community, because in terms of these startup little clinics run by yeah, I don't know what, yeah, yeah. they're buying these machines, self home machines, which yeah. are don't oh do anywhere God. near yeah, yeah, the same just... thing. Um, there's so there's so much uh, you know it's it's a free for all out there. But I think w once we get the real knowledge and data that's coming in, I think it's going to be much more mainstream. Is it a service that. that's offered like in many clinics? It's like the first uh, time I we, hear about we, it. We uh, we were I think the first ones to have it in in Montreal, maybe in Quebec. Okay, wow. uh, my clinic, uh, Steinberg Urology or Elna Sexual Wellness. You can check the websites for that. Uh, I believe, to my knowledge, there's two other machines uh, in Montreal. Yeah. And of interest, there was a sex therapist who does a TV show, a uh, radio show on CJAD, who was talking about it the other night randomly. And my patient coordinator was listening, and she was talking about there's no machines in Montreal. Uh, you know, you got to go to Ottawa or California. You know, so I guess we're not doing a, a good word yeah. of getting a, a good job in getting the word out. But yeah, we've been doing it for three or four years, and and in my opinion opinion uh, there there's been some great success stories and I think uh, something to look forward to we're going to be seeing more and more about that um, the next most popular uh, treatment for restorative therapy erectile dysfunction would be PRP okay yeah. sort of touched on this briefly uh, and um, what is PRP so PRP is platelet rich plasma okay, okay? Your blood has plasma, the watery part of it. It's got red blood cells, white blood cells, and platelets. Mm. Okay, red blood cells carry the oxygen. White blood cells are helped in the immune system and in fighting infections and so on. And platelets are are primarily for clotting. So when you cut yourself, it forms a clot. It's the platelets which start that. But they're also involved in healing. They release a factor. Uh, uh, sorry, multiple factors which call in other cells to start the healing process. Mm. So PRP, we take your blood, okay, in a centrifuge, in, in a test tube, spin it in a centrifuge, and that separates the red blood cells and the white blood cells, and then we're left with this plasma, the yellow, stronger part. Looking. I'm assuming. Like yeah, it's just it's just the the plasma, the liquidy part, with platelets full of platelets. Okay. Okay, and then we add a little bit of calcium to activate these platelets to release their growth factors, and then we inject it into the penis. Like you mean in, when you say inject it into the penis, not like through the hole, like no. Just so I do it in five different spots. One two, three, four on the shaft, and one in the head of the okay. penis. And we freeze the penis beforehand. Okay, so there's like, it, just, sounds, it just sounds painful. Like sounds horrible, uh, <laughs> but it's not. It's, it's very well taught. At first we put on a numbing cream, and then I give a little local freezing, and uh, by the time we're ready for that, most patients don't actually feel the, the injections quite. Um, and again, the theory of this is these growth factors are stimulating growth and rejuvenation and... and uh, you know, healing and improvement of the blood flow and, and uh -huh. the, the healthy tissue and stimulating healthy tissue to the penis. What's the percentage of success rate, if you want so, to So, this is much less studied than okay. the shock wave. Okay. That's one of the, the primary concerns at this point. Um, the studies I've seen have similar effect. It's about you know, two-thirds, uh, one-third, two-thirds will have a, a good improvement. But again, there are much less studies. There's not a lot of studies 
which is placebo uh, mm. controlled. So there is, I know, at least one or two going on now in the States where they're actually injecting you know, PRP into one group of patients and, and water or, or and, you know, and just this, yeah, benign liquid into another group and they're going to follow them and, and measure their erections and their blood flow and ultrasound and so on. Um, so we, uh, I went to the, the guru in the States, uh, uh, Dr. Runnels, who's really pioneered this technique to learn how to do it back in uh, Alabama. We've been doing it for, again, about three years. And again, I've had some patients who have had uh, uh, improvement on it. Now, just because I've had you know dozens and dozens of patients who improve on it, you know, being a, a man of science, I can't say that that's proof that it works. Yeah. Um, but the studies are coming in slowly, and um, more and more clinics are starting to do it. And we need that data. We need that research to really prove it. And again, what is the proper mm -hmm. technique? What is the proper concentration of platelets? Is injecting it in two places as good as injecting it in five places? Mm. Do we need to do one session or do we need to bring you back in six weeks and six weeks after that? We don't know that. And you see, unfortunately, even people advertising, I've seen it, you know, as a cure for Peyronie's disease. And, you know, it, 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 these are unproven uh, claims. Mm. And I think, uh, you know, all my patients know that A, this is experimental, we have some... So you, you, they know that absolutely. it's not... Okay. Yeah, yeah, we have some, some, some belief, it makes sense uh, uh, that this works or, or why this would work. Uh, we've used PRP for other medical problems, hair growth, injecting to the hair and aesthetics and into joints. Uh, so there's, there are a lot, a lot of science, this is not you know, uh, witchcraft. Um, so it makes sense, the science behind it makes sense. Um, but we don't know all the details of what's the best way to do it. It seems to be harmless, at least. Um, and, uh, and, and again, you know, two-thirds, according to our experience, or one-third, according to our experience, the patients who go for this will not, you know, get a benefit. Uh, so patients have to know the limitations before they go into this. And, uh, and so I think, th I think that's important, but uh, there's also some, some groups who believe that combination therapy, shockwave and, and, and PRP and together, because they both attack it for, uh, from different angles, can be even that much better. Mm. So, uh, is it a little bit of trial and error? And, and well, you know, it, it is, but it, it, it's, it shouldn't be ultimately, yeah, yeah. right? We need this, we need the you, you kind of have the, we the need formula to know, you're you're, yeah. So we need to, you know, first come, when it gets a little bit more accepted, then people are more likely to come on board and start mm. to produce studies. So I think that's what's happening. I'm, mm. I'm just, this week there's the uh, uh, North American Sexual Medicine Society uh, and listening to some of the, the, the gurus in the field uh, talk about it. And the fact that they're talking about it and undergoing studies mm. to me is a great sign. So. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to learn, we're going to get there, we're going to know, uh, you know how best to use it. But I think there seems to be a lot of uh, excitement about it. Wow. Uh, it seems to be promising. And um, now, there are limitations. No one's going to, it doesn't, you know, raise the dead. Mm. So if you have, you know, severe erectile dysfunction, most studies show that this isn't going to, you know. This is, I guess, from mild or... Yeah, it seems to both of these things, uh, the PRP and the shockwave seem to work better in mild 
and moderate erectile dysfunction. Uh, and, and I'm not against trying it because, you know, what I say to patients who have severe or, or are not sure uh, if it's going to work or they're going to fall into the group that doesn't work, I say, well, look, let's say I tell you there's a two-thirds chance that this is going to work. Well, if we don't do anything, yeah. it's a zero percent chance yeah, it's going to work. Absolutely. You know, just keep, if you want to stay how you are yeah. with the Viagra or, or Cialis or using a pump, whatever it may be, that's, that's fine. That's great. When should the person make the transition? Um, well, so there's, there's two points. There's someone who uh, wants to avoid medication mm. uh, or is on medication and, and wants to try to get off it. Okay, that's a good point. And then there's those who are not responding to the medication, to the medication and they sort of need to go to the next step. And there are other different things that we can do, but you know, they want to, you know, I've been taking Viagra for 15 years. It doesn't seem to be working anymore. Uh, what else do you got? So that, that's, uh, that's where that discussion comes in as well. Wow. Um, there's also something which is uh, called stem cells. Uh, people were doing that. Um, I mentioned that shockwave and these can wake in the stem cells, but they were actually injecting stem cells. And that is the, uh, the FDA and Health Canada and put a stop on that because we really don't know you know, is there a risk that these things can cause cancer or, yeah. or what are the long term? So, because that's something more more advanced. Mm -hmm. And that was really put a stop on that and saying, these need to be done under serious scrutinized studies mm -hmm. uh, with IRB, which is the internal review board, which actually look at the studies and say, yes, this is ethical study, this, you know. So um, that has been put on hold. And uh, I know there are some studies uh, going on. Uh, and, and, and not even necessarily human studies. I mean, there's for shockwave, for example, and PRP, there's uh, animal studies, rat studies. No way. Yeah, no. they study erectile dysfunction in rats uh, or mice. So, um, you know, a lot of science uh, to be discovered still in the field. Mm -hmm. But to me, this is the uh, sort of the, the, the greatest step we've taken since the discovery of Viagra. So those are pretty much years ago. Viagra, Cialis, you have doing the shock therapy, PRP, like or stem cells, which is the last one. So stem cells, no, yeah. Yeah, no, not yet, but that's pretty much all the options well, you know, for a no, man who... Well, no, I mean, there's, there's medications that you can inject yourself, self-injection of medications. So it's a little bit stronger than Viagra because it doesn't have to be taken and, and uh, swallowed and passed through your stomach. I didn't even know that existed. Well, yeah. Uh, Alprostadil, Caverject, Trimix are different names so for it. So it's it's like a I guess it's a, an injection of Viagra then, right? Yeah, it's not Viagra, but it's yeah, a, but it's, it's, it's something that relaxes the blood vessels and uh, patients come into my office and I, I tell them to go to the pharmacy and pick up the prescription and I actually show them how to self-inject like a diabetic will uh, inject oh. uh, but again, these are t stuff that doesn't improve the health of the penis. It's just, it's, it's like it basically just, just putting on a band-aid for that moment. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, it, and it works, but it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's not going to get you to have spontaneous good erections on its own. But again, for severe, for severe cases and, and more significant cases, uh, you know, it's great. And then, and then surgery, uh, putting in a, an implant. Oh, I, I remember we, yeah, we, we had, had that on another yeah, show. Dr. Yeah. Lieberman talked oh, about my. it. Uh, so, um, and I think it's always interesting what you said is that what's good for the, what's good for the heart is good for the penis. So, uh, but do any of these, maybe it's a silly question, do any of these 
help for overall health? No, because they're very localized therapies, okay. right? They're directed right at the penis. Just strictly for yeah. that. It yeah. won't help they're, the blood flow of your heart or other no, functions. No. Okay. No. Uh, they are being studied, you know, shockwave to the heart, improve the blood flows of the heart and so on. It's, it's beyond uh, the, my knowledge and beyond mm. the scope of this, this talk, but there are, you know, the shockwave is being used and studied in different fields for sure, as, as is PRP, uh, platelet therapy. Um, but uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting times and this is mm. restorative therapy for erectile dysfunction yeah. is definitely the next frontier for... Uh, and I think it's an important topic. We've talked about it before in I think one or two episodes, but for men it's, it's, uh, it's a big topic because it's our masculinity. It's, it's how we feel. Men, and obviously as we go older, we've talked about testosterone therapy, we've talked about erectile dysfunction, and I think that that's something that for men as they get older is such a big concern and fear. So Yeah, we're living longer, we're living, you, yeah. know, uh, you know, and we, we're younger when we're older, good you point, know, good point, and yeah. we want to, it's an important part of, of relationships, an important part of life to maintain a good uh, sex life, and I think the thinking that this is a recreational part of medicine and you know is 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 being washed away yeah, and this is part of your health and, and welfare good very and, good point. Uh, that's true. so that's what got me more passionate and excited about uh, about sex awesome about sex therapy that's uh guys <laughs> i mean we've done a couple of episodes on this but i mean we there's so much i'm sure that we could still yes talk and, about it and we're going to get a video out there of nick doing shockwave therapy so I, okay so andrew wants me to do the shock therapy and uh, producer johnny think i should do the shock therapy thumbs up okay you know what guys i'm gonna do shock therapy if only andrew guarantees me i'm gonna be like a greek god <laughs> <laughs> you're already there <laughs> So, guys, I want to thank you for watching this episode of Have the Balls to Talk About It. It takes balls to talk about it. I want to thank you guys for watching. Make sure to subscribe, hit the bell, and we'll see you guys next week.